I'm Nikki de Guzman. Here are the latest COVID-19 pandemic updates making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. The Philippine Health Department changing its style of reporting on the COVID-19 situation in the country. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergeres says beginning next week, the department will be dropping the fresh and late categories in its daily bulletin. Vergeres also explained the country's new record high for the biggest single-day increase reported on Friday was a result of change in the time of data gathering. From 5 p.m. namin dati in-extract lahat ng data, ginawa po namin alas 12 ng tanghali. So yun pong previous day na nakakuha tayo ng 294, this was because shortened ang time to get data. So kaya kahapon po, yung ibang hindi natin nakuhang datos ay naipasok dito sa talaan natin kahapon. Kaya po talagang 1,531 ang nakuha. Pero na po kaming uh, binuo na... Uh, uh, we, uh, bagong means of reporting uh, kung saan hindi na ho natin ipapakita ang late at fresh cases. Okay. Ang ipapakita na lang ho natin yung additional na mga kaso na pumapasok pero magpapakita ho kami ng graph kung saan yung epidemiologic graph na yon makikita po doon kung ano po yung mga pumasok talaga within the past three days na mga kaso based on onset of illness. The DOH, faced with massive backlogs in data reporting, updated its data presentation on May 30 to introduce the fresh and late categories. Since the start of the lockdown in Metro Manila, private businesses have worked together to provide food relief to poor families who continue to struggle due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Project Ugnayan has established five distribution channels, which include ABS-CBN's Pantawid ng Pagibig program. Chief Resilience Officer of the Philippine Disaster Resilience Foundation, Bill Luz, says the initiative has helped over 2.8 million families in the most economically vulnerable sectors of society. Luz adds their first priority upon the start of the lockdown was addressing hunger, but it has now evolved to providing resources for the livelihood of those affected. But you know, moving fast forward to today, after three months, what will uh, what we need to do is provide jobs. We need to open up the economy. We need to keep people healthy, but we need to open up the economy in a way that is safe and that it can remain open uh, in a safe manner. Because unless people can get back to work, I don't think we'll be able to provide them a means of uh, putting food on the table or getting medicines and, and taking care of their health. So we have to balance health and economy. Philippine transport groups slammed the alleged lack of preparation on the side of regulators as traditional jeepneys returned to roads after nearly four months of quarantine restrictions. They say some 140,000 drivers and operators were not able to ply their routes on Friday due to what they describe as confusing measures laid out by transport authorities. The groups also slammed the limited number of routes they are allowed to ply and the requirements they have to follow masyadong uh, mamulog yung uh, uri ng kalakaran ng uh, LTRB. Eh, hindi pakipakinabang yun. Magkos pakitang tao lang uh, mm -hmm. yung parte ng pagbibigay okay. ng sinasabi ng mga transport group ay uh, traditional jeepney ay pinalakas na. Kami mismo ay gumagawa ng pamamaraan para sumunod yun sa protocol. Para, pero wala naman silang alitintunin na ginagawa. Para pag lumalabas kasi ay kami pa yung may katalanan mm -hmm. dahil uh, kami pa yung pinagbigyan. Kung maging makatutuhanan naman sana yung kalulong Mm -hmm. 
LTFRB Chairman Martin Delgra, meanwhile, says these protocols were imposed and studied as early as May in some regions that had eased their lockdown. Delga adds they are just following a hierarchy of public transport, prioritizing public vehicles that could accommodate more passengers while putting in, strict, putting in place strict health protocols. The Philippine government is staging a massive send-off for more than 3,000 Filipinos that had been stranded in Metro Manila. Joint Task Force COVID-19 Shield Commander Police Lieutenant General Guillermo Elazar says the locally stranded individuals had gathered at Manila City's Quirino Grandstand since last night, ahead of their trips back to their home provinces this weekend. Manila Police District Chief, Police Brigadier General Rolando Miranda, meanwhile says while the program is for previously registered individuals, they are expecting an influx of walk-ins as well. Uh, highly likely, haabot tayo ng 4,000. Ano? Kanina kasi 3,500 plus na. Plus may dumarating pa tayong mga kababayan, yung mga unregistered. Region 9, 10, 11, and 12 ang isesend off natin papuntang Mindanao. Then tomorrow, there's another batch, yung Regions 1, Cordillera, 2, at yung ibang part ng Visayas. Merong rapid uh, testing na ginagawa sa atin dyan, sa ating mga kababayan. And then of course, yung biyahe nila sa mga bus, dire-diretso na. May nakatimbuli na sa lahat ng dadaanan. Pero pagdating nila doon, naka-arrange na rin sa LGU kung magkakaroon pa rin ng additional protocol. Iloilo City warns of a bleak local economy if it continues to implement strict coronavirus restrictions. Mayor Jerry Trenas maintains extending the city's lockdown will only result in more job losses. Trenas adds the city needs to restart reviving the local economy immediately. Very recently, the governor of uh, Iloilo uh, has uh, signed an executive order for uh, 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 locking down the province. But in so far as Iloilo City is concerned, uh, we have not uh, locked down Iloilo City. If we cannot uh, proceed uh, to revive, to start to revive our economy, uh, the effects will be very uh, disastrous. Mm -hmm. uh, Iloilo City is one of the very few cities in the Philippines which relies 58% uh, on local income. Here at home, the World Health Organization calling the surge of COVID-19 cases in the Philippines a worrying phenomenon. This as infection surpassed 40,000. Rafael Busano reports. The number of COVID-19 cases in the Philippines soars to more than 40,000. After the health department logs over 1,500 new cases, the country's highest single-day jump since the start of the pandemic. But even before the record figures, the World Health Organization already described as a worrying phenomenon the increase in coronavirus disease cases in several regions in the country. Dr. Rabindra Abiyah Singh, WHO's Philippine representative, says the government response to the virus crisis has been good, but he notes that some are still having trouble complying to prescribed protocols. Compliance of the population with quarantining guidelines has been weak in some places. People have not followed orders. People have been reluctant to isolate themselves in the quarantine and isolation centers. But Abeyasi explains that the public is not the only one to blame. 
because of uh, the the way the response is being implemented through the decentralized systems the compliance with those uh, guidelines is not often universally adequate and that has resulted in uh, delayed uh, testing results coming to some people resulting in uh, people infecting new people because they are not aware of their status uh, the contact tracing isolation capacity has been uh, not keeping pace with the expansion of the testing capacity. The health department earlier said that these observations are valid, which is why local governments are reminded to keep a close eye on those who tested positive in their communities. Kailangan siguraduhin ng LGU na pabantayan ng Barangay Health Emergency Response Teams natin at imomonitor itong mga kababayan na nagka-quarantine sa loob ng bahay. Former Social Welfare Secretary Judy Tagiwalo filed a petition for mandamus at Supreme Court on Friday seeking to compel the government to conduct free mass testing as the fight against SARS-CoV-2 rages on. The petition cites that without mass testing, the public faces a never-ending quarantine and may allow the virus to claim the lives of more Filipinos. With calls for testing to be ramped up in the country, the Interagency Task Force says government will further increase the scope of those covered by the targeted testing. The inclusion of other sectors was approved by the IATF in coordination with DOH and PhilHealth. Government has earlier said that it targets to run up to 1 million COVID tests by July. Rafael Bosano, ABS-CBN News. Various media groups and employees of ABS-CBN rally behind the media giant as the House hearings on the network's franchise bid continue to drag on. As Adrian Aileen tells us, one of the lawmakers leading the deliberations insists the House of Representatives is not going after the permanent shutdown of the network. ABS-CBN employees joined the National Union of Journalists of the Philippines and Alter Media to stage a protest rally for press freedom and a fight for the network's franchise. As the hearings for ABS-CBN's congressional franchise continue to drag on, the employees are asking lawmakers for fair treatment as programs are shutting down one by one after the closure of the network's channels. Ang mga tricycle drivers sa tabi ng ABS-CBN, ang mga karinderya, ang mga nagdidinda ng fishbowl, ang mga nasa bicycle, at ang mga restaurants, at mga advertising, at lahat po yan, domino effect na po yan. ABS-CBN rank-and-file union president John Villanueva says anxiety continues to grow among ABS-CBN employees, especially because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Villanueva adds employees worry about their health benefits if the company is forced to lay off its workers. Halo-halo yung nararamdaman namin, takot, lungkot, galit, hindi... Uh, Parang pakiramdam namin, parang hostage yung mga hostage kaming mga magagawa sa nangyayari ngayon. 
Media organization Alter Media for its part reiterates that the government should focus its attention in fighting the pandemic instead of ABS-CBN and other critical mass media organizations. Instead of the government addressing the pandemic, what it is doing now is it's spreading another epidemic, no? the epidemic of curtailing press freedom no? and the people's right to know. A partyless lawmaker, however, insists the Philippine House of Representatives is not going after a permanent shutdown of ABS-CBN and the franchise issue of the network is not a curtailment of press freedom. If it's a press freedom issue, then you know it's supposed to be blanket, all media is being uh, shut down. But actually what you have here is a franchise issue. Another round of protest action is set on Monday as Congress resumes its hearings to tackle the supposed biases of ABS-CBN's news department. Adrian Ayalin, ABS-CBN News. And those were the latest. I'm Nikki de Guzman. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.